I love this podcast because I'm like the biggest believer in the power hour. Yeah. God, I notice the difference when I do it and when I don't do it. Welcome to the Power Hour, the weekly podcast that will motivate you to pursue your passion and to achieve success. I'm Adrienne Herbert, international speaker, fitness coach, Adidas global ambassador and entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be talking to today's leading coaches, creatives, change makers and innovators to find out their daily habits, morning routines and rules to live by. The Power Hour is all about taking just one hour each day to help you improve your life and unlock your full potential. Whether you want to build a business, write a book, run a marathon, or maybe you're just looking for a spark of inspiration, the Power Hour is going to help you get there faster. Hello and welcome back to the Power Hour podcast. My guest today is an award-winning cookery author, entrepreneur, and a champion of plant-based living. She started writing a blog as a personal project back in 2012, which has since become one of the most popular blogs on the planet and has had over 130 million hits. She's since transitioned into a number one app, five cookery books, the first being the best-selling debut cookbook ever in the UK, and the last being the fastest-selling vegan cookbook ever. She then started to build a business on the back of the publishing success with her husband, Matthew, the now CEO of Deliciously Ella. Together, they've opened delis in London, cooked at events and festivals around the country, and launched four ranges of all-natural plant-based products, from snacks to cereals and even healthy ready meals that are available in over six thousand stores in the uk wow they were recently awarded the ernst and young rising star award at the entrepreneur of the year awards in london she is a woman on a mission to make broccoli a bit cooler welcome to the show ella mills well thank you for having me oh my goodness you have been busy yeah it's just been the most unbelievable few years like nuts sometimes i get i get a bit embarrassed when people read our bio (laughs) but um yeah just surprised i think is the kind of number one word but that's not even all of it like i honestly researching you and obviously you know i know you anyway yeah you know there's so many things i could have put into the introduction so yeah you've certainly had an incredible journey and i feel like you know you're not even you know no signs of slowing up either you know oh no i feel like we're just scratching the surface like i think this is step one of a hundred so as I said, lots of success in the last few years. And I feel like you were the OG, like one of the original <laughs> people to be championing plant-based eating in a fun way, you know? And I remember making your sweet potato brownies for the first time. Yeah. I know that that was an incredibly popular recipe of yours. And I think everybody's tried to make them. Mine never seemed to turn out as good as the brownies at the deli, but you know, I've tried. <laughs> um, but you were definitely one of the first people to be putting veggies into cakes and into porridge. And I think um, it's just become more and more popular over time and now it seems kind of like everybody's doing you know um dairy free options and veggie this and green juices and super grain bowls and everything but did you ever anticipate at the start of your journey that this plant-based movement would become so huge no because everyone thought i was so weird when i started (laughs) um you know and it's so interesting because i only started this in the beginning of 2012 so kind of seven years ago which is really not a huge amount of time Mm. but when I started, you know, plant-based wasn't really a phrase we were using in the UK. I The reason I started, quite a very long story short, I, was, I got very sick and my autonomic nervous system stopped working properly. And I started to look at what else I could do. Um, and I became interested in diet and I couldn't find 
that fun way of doing plants anywhere i could find diet like your atkins diet whatever it was which was stripping back calorie counting which was like i was interested in finding stuff that would help me get out of bed like i did not care about my abs and um and then i could find kind of more old school vegan felt a little bit more kind of protesty very kind of in or out you know like fully committed or you were not welcome whatsoever and also like the only book I could find that kind of fitted the criteria I was looking for when I was looking for my initial inspiration was in like it was in black and white there were no pictures in it It was like a kind of paperback book and the first recipe I opened it up to was almond milk pate and I was like and I was one of those people that would have joked like you can't milk an almond you know I did not know almond milk was a thing so the idea you're gonna gross anyway (laughs) so I was like this is not for me and then it was more like modern vegetarian where there was some gorgeous recipes but it was very cheesy butter um pastries just so much risotto yeah and so I just felt like there wasn't something that was saying okay look like wait a second we need to eat you know our 10 a day we need to have this kind of like amazing abundance of fruit of veg of whole grains of whole foods and like we've got to find a way to do this every day but in a sustainable and enjoyable way so how do we make this fun how do we actually want to do it how do we make it as delicious as anything else and I just couldn't find it and that's the only reason why I started I never would have started otherwise but when I started everyone was like what are you doing and I can't remember like making my green smoothie and I was like guys this is so yummy and it was like peanut butter dates um frozen banana spinach and it was so creamy and sweet and yum but all my friends was like it looks like you're drinking a swamp you know they were so like they were like what are you gonna eat and so skeptical and now as you say it's everywhere Mm. so the shift that we've had in probably five years is gigantic like literally gigantic it's Mm. unbelievable yeah it's huge and as you said now it does seem a lot more you know well i think maybe because we're in london as well we might be a little bit kind of spoiled to to choice and option but it's interesting what i find is like an interesting measure for me is somewhere like pratt for example Mm -hmm. you know like pratt now have all the green juice they launched their vegan cookie for example or yeah. like you walk past azizis and there's you know an a board outside thing vegan menu and to me that's a really interesting barometer yeah because you're completely right i think often these things can start in kind of urban centers mm-hmm. and it definitely felt like that but now it feels like it's reaching kind of almost like critical mass yeah it's nationwide but i think that's also come a lot in the uk um from the environmental side of things mm-hmm. like i think i've seen a lot with friends and family of the last few years being really 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 motivated because you can't ignore the environmental facts anymore and i think when that study came out Mm -hmm. relatively recently saying you know we've got 12 years to prevent climate breakdown and you know the un lists the things that you can do that really make an impact and veganism is literally like right at the top of the list it's like well it now tastes delicious it's now pretty easy to do you know it takes a bit getting used to but then it's easy there's so many resources like Mm. how can you not do it not i'm not saying you need to do it all the time but like you can't look at this and say i'm not going to do it at all and Mm. and that's how it feels to me so like loads of people i feel like are just making little changes and the more change we make the more the easier it's going to be because the more options are going to become available because obviously that's where the money is yeah for sure it's definitely becoming more um easier to try easier when you're out because for me personally you know i've been eating plant-based for about two years and even in two years yeah you know, everywhere i go now i know i can get 
snacks i can get a drink i can get food like everywhere whereas and no one years- looks at you weirdly yeah exactly but yeah. even two years ago there'd be times when i'd go to an event and honestly the only veggie option was like a goat's cheese thing exactly. and i'd be like stuck oh, pepper yeah exactly <laughs> and i'd be like i don't eat cheese and it was kind of like oh okay well yeah honestly there was one day i think after an event where there was no food that i could eat i got a packet of kettle chips and i yeah. had a packet of crisps so i was like oh okay that's my um my and that's the thing isn't it now there's always options there's so much stuff and people are much more willing willing to accommodate for that as well and that, that's one of the things i've noticed the most is like a few years ago if you went to a restaurant and you said i'm so sorry like would it be okay like do you have any plant-based options do you have any vegan options and they'd be like no yeah we can make you a green salad and you'd be like no that's not really dinner yeah exactly kettle chips yeah and then (laughs) and then now even like there's so much veggie stuff now on menus but even if you said to someone you know could you do something vegan could you do something plant-based i'd be like yeah no problem like what we can do that for you yeah um, yeah and it's just like there's because there's an understanding and a kind of willingness Mm -hmm. yeah and and as you said the first one you you're having to apologize like i'm so sorry to put you out i'm a nightmare yeah but actually it's like we shouldn't have to so but personally i think you do a fantastic job of making veggie is a lot more appealing and a lot more fun and you know your food your recipes the deli everything's so colorful and it is actually delicious so but i know that when i talk to people who aren't you know not even that they're not even plant-based but people that are just so like oh i don't really like you know vegetables i don't like salad i don't like this and that yeah. they always give me the same things always come up so i was hoping that today you'd be able to give us some healthy hacks and some advice to help conquer these three things that come up the most okay okay so the number one is time yeah because people you know we all live busy lives now and let's be real you know soaking beans and like milking your own almonds or making your own almond butter like often people are just like what i don't have time for that like i don't have time and so what is a very very mega quick but mega healthy dish that we could all make okay so i'm totally with you on that 100 percent. like we work really hard you know like i have very limited time and i think it is the thing that's challenging and i think it's super important to be honest about it is changing your habits is hard mm-hmm. apparently we all have seven recipes as in seven things that we like comfortable and confident to make and we make them all the time yeah which actually i think is probably about right and let's be honest probably none of that seven if you grew up in like a kind of conventional household mm-hmm. are veggie even yeah. like maybe there's like a pasta like a pasta pasta in there but actually they're pretty cheesy or meaty or fishy or something and actually i think that's the biggest challenge is changing your mindset so that you just get used to it so then when you get home late and you're like what can i do in 10 minutes you suddenly spark all these ideas you know you open your cupboard you see chickpeas and you're like done i'm gonna do this whereas when you're first starting that's where i think the challenge is Mm -hmm. there is so much you can do in 10 minutes 15 minutes with kitchen cupboard staple ingredients but you've got to be used to it in the mindset of it thinking about it feeling creative about chickpeas yeah yeah and that's challenging yeah so what's one have you got okay so one like honestly this is like not a cop out but like a stir fry yeah you know you can chuck you can either like do a bag of rice or bag of lentils or something or you could cook quinoa because that's like a 10 12 minute situation Mm -hmm. or you can just add beans to it and stuff as the carbs and you can just chuck in whatever you've got like corn courgettes um carrots cabbage broccoli cauliflower like you name it yeah check it in i always saute it in sesame oil just gives way more flavor couple of like staple ingredients for me definitely sesame oil tamari or soy sauce miso nut butters um mm-hmm. obviously olive oil lemon cider vinegar grab and, a pen and paper guys write it down yeah write it down <laughs> write it down but you know and and like tins of chickpeas and coconut milk and stuff like that so yeah. you know 
cut like the carrots and things like that throw it all in a pan saute it with sesame oil and salt and while that's cooking make a little dressing like i love an almond butter dressing on mm-hmm. it so you could do some almond butter with some coconut milk for example yeah and then a little bit of cider vinegar a bit of sesame oil salt and pepper yeah and then like you could have cut some noodles you know noodles cooking like three minutes yeah while that's happening pour the dressing onto the vegetables drain your noodles or your quinoa or your chickpeas or whatever it is you're going to add throw it all in and you're just done and it's like it inexpensive ingredients you know yes you need to maybe go buy your sesame or your tamari or whatever it is but once you've got them those will last forever and now we're talking about like two carrots and but you know what i mean and it's super easy and also it's just other ideas like for example like i think we always struggled like getting our five a day and getting other veggies in. and I always say to people like you know it's so much easier than you think it could be for example like always have chickpeas and things in your cupboard and you can just put some chickpeas tahini lemon juice cumin olive oil in a blender to mm-hmm. make homemade hummus so much cheaper and I think so much yummier than than store-bought and then into that you can chuck some like a roast red pepper or like when you're stir frying your carrots stir fry extra put some to the side chuck that in like you put in some artichokes from a jar in your cupboard Mm -hmm. like there's so much you can throw into that and again it's just such you can literally put in spinach rocket like brilliant so lots of time hacks there guys so basically you know time doesn't have to be an issue as you said there are some really quick short ones that you can do like the pasta or like um the stir fried soup but then with the with the batch cooking thing i definitely i feel smug when i've done that yeah if i make i tend to do that on a sunday yeah if i make like a big um veggie curry or a big um yeah i like to make a chili as well then we'll have it on sunday and then i feel so smug on monday i'm like i don't have to cook today i'm just gonna have that again and And yeah you can always make extra of anything even if it's just like roast veg like make more yeah yeah so that's our number one which is time the second thing that comes up for people which you mentioned a little bit is cost yeah so again i know that there are lots of ways to you know get healthy food on a budget but i think for a lot of people who are shopping with a budget or maybe they you know maybe a student or maybe um someone who's trying to feed a big family maybe with four kids who like different things it can be you know cost is an issue that comes up for a lot of people so do you have any money saving tips for us to still eat fresh nutritious food yeah it's a great question look i think one of the problems here is is that when healthy food exploded it's kind of like plant-based the concept of plant-based eating the kind of acceptance of veganism to some extent the um and healthy eating all kind of exploded at one time and i think you know not to play like a blame game or anything but the media really attached to like the concept of like superfoods and mm. i think there was a lot of conversation about spirulina powder and this powder and that powder and chia seeds and like you need this and you need this and you need this and you know too much of the time as well like i'll go on instagram and i'll see like really crazy stuff using like seven different powders and that's awesome like there's nothing wrong with that but that's not what healthy eating is Mm -hmm. that's an add-on and that's great but healthy eating is like trying to eat enough fiber enough like vitamins enough minerals and that comes from trying to eat like your 10 a day basically yeah, yeah. and that's carrots that's potatoes that's lentils that's mushrooms that's tomatoes like all these things that we're, we're pretty comfortable with yeah it can be really inexpensive mm-hmm. significantly cheaper than much else that you can do same like a lentil bolognese you know lentils are not expensive yeah and you can make a massive batch of lentil bolognese with carrots and things like that in and but so it needs to the focus i think needs to be on stuff like that rather than the kind of fancier trendier yeah. situation yeah but because the fancier trendier situation is potentially sometimes more interesting from a kind of media perspective mm. i think 
it, it ignites more curiosity and conversation and therefore that's quite often where the focus is rather than on like people being like oh my god i love lentils yeah like I lentils agree. are so sexy they're not really they're like <laughs> less or green blobby things yeah or, or orange or you know yeah okay number three is about fun so number three that's good the, point do you know I what i mean it. it comes up a lot people are like okay we know we should be eating more whole grain we know i should be drinking water i know i should be eating less sugar we know we get told all the time we can't ignore that but sometimes i think and i know that this is for me as well you're not always considering like the nutritional aspect of the food you're just eating something because it's really nice and because it tastes so good so and and also the fact that food has like the emotional attachment mm. of you know food is a part of celebration it's a part of socializing and culture so people people i guess they don't want to feel like they're missing out if they're having the you know inverted commas healthy option yeah. they feel like oh i'm having the yeah, missing out so how can we avoid food fomo okay so i think honestly first and foremost is like <laughs> i love it but like you do you you mm -hmm. know there's not one way of doing it yes we need to eat more plants that's just like a fact for our own health for the planet's health okay done deal what you do on top of that that's your call Unless you're out for a meal, literally, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, then you can just be flexible on it. Like, if it matters, you know, if you if you want to go out for dinner and order whatever you want, go out for dinner and order whatever you want. Then you can make, you know, a almond butter porridge for breakfast the next day. Like, you could make a really yummy, like, roasted sweet potato cauliflower chickpea salad for another meal. Like... I always say like there's 21 meals in a week so we shouldn't get so caught up about what we do in one meal it's that sense of like perfection and mm. perfection is impossible it does not exist yeah. so it's like you're chasing like a unicorn yeah and it's almost like letting you're stopping the kind of any benefit happen because you're trying to be perfect so you're like well I can't do it all so I'm not going to do it at all and actually it doesn't need to be like that yeah now that it is winter very sad times it's dark it's cold <laughs> honestly i feel like at the start of the winter at least well yeah i just i'm not a big fan of winter me neither so it is getting colder and i've been reading recently a bit about seasonal eating which i have heard of before for anyone who hasn't it's about eating foods that are in season at that time um and why we should be doing that um and yeah some people are for and against but do you think that we should be considering this and how does your diet change in the winter now that it's cold I mean, I think that you see a natural shift in it, to be honest. Like, in the winter, I do not want salad. Mm. Like, you know, for me, salad, just a preface, is never, like, lettuce, ever. <laughs> salad is, like, roasted veg, roasted chickpeas with chilli and turmeric. Um, <laughs> and, like, chucking it all together with tahini dressing and, like, it's got avocado chunks in. It's, like, yeah, it's a lot it's of a texture lot there, and flavour yeah. happening there. But I don't want stuff like that. I want like coconut curries, loads of spice, hot, hot chocolates, like porridges. When it's 30 degrees, I don't really feel like porridge, yeah. you know? Like I was making chocolate porridge the other day. I wouldn't really feel like that in July. Okay. So I feel like there's a natural shift, you know? Like I love like, you know, all the roast root vegetables and like roast potatoes. We're like massive roast potato addicts in my house. Um, so I think, yeah, I feel like there's a natural shift, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, that I think most of us see because when it's cold, you want certain like hot warming things. And that often comes from like starchier, rooty mm. sort of things. Yeah. Whereas in the summer, like sometimes you want that fresher thing, yeah. which is often more like cucumber, pepper, tomatoes and things like that. That being said, and I'm not going to go on a rant here, but I <laughs> Feel think... Feel free to. No, no, no. <laughs> Safe I space. Will, I will control myself. <laughs> um, I think we have it... Like, seasonal is great. And also, it often tastes better. You know, it supports local community, brings local community together. That's undoubtedly a brilliant, brilliant thing. 
But my bugbear, okay, is that I think that we are massively overlooking the fundamental issues we have with climate change, global warming, etc. in favour of shipping an avocado. Mm -hmm. If you look into it, you know, as we know, agriculture is one of the three biggest issues for climate change right now. Fashion, agriculture, and obviously fossil fuels. In agriculture, only 6% of greenhouse gases Mm -hmm. comes from food miles. That is so small. Mm -hmm. So small. Now, we don't even just look at food miles here. If you really study like what effect a plant or an animal product something that we eat has on our diet we need to look at several different factors including for example acidification eutrophication so the effect that the foods that we're creating are having on the land on the soil etc etc yep if you take an avocado for example it's not that bad for the environment slash it's not really bad at all because it has almost no impact on the soil for example and then it comes over on a boat that has very little impact on the environment Meat, for example, significantly more. Hmm. If we all, hypothetical, please don't be cross with me because I've had this before. Um, <laughs> if we all went vegan tomorrow, I know it's never going to happen, but if we all went vegan tomorrow, over 7 billion of us, we would cut global greenhouse gases, not just in agriculture, global greenhouse gases by 23%. And that is because we could stop farming somewhere over 3 billion hectares worth of land. That's basically the size of the African continent and we could replant that. Yep. So from the decrease in emissions from the cattle industry, etc., and from the benefit we'd have from replanting such a large ma- landmass, mm-hmm. that would be a game changer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. like a total righteous nightmare over no, here. No, but so. at the end of the day, it's no. It's <laughs> we can move on to peaceful, happy, positive topics. Honestly, don't worry about it. Because it's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you've done your homework. So, you know, you, we're getting schooled. We're getting a lesson. But I am going to bring it on to talking about Thank your... Thank you. No, no worries. <laughs> as this is the Power Hour show, and you're somebody who obviously um, has a very busy schedule. You've got a lot going on, you know? Yeah. You're busy. And I'd love to find out really, as I'm sure most people probably think, how does she do it all? I want to know more. I want to know um about your exercise regime i know that you do yoga i know you've done yoga for a long time practiced and now teaching classes as well is there anything she can't do but can we so many things well let's dive into the morning routine um, and what your morning routine is and what time you tend to get up every day okay so first of all i I know i said this you've always started but like i love this podcast because i'm like the biggest believer in the power hour yeah and i god i notice the difference when i do it and when i don't do it like i think it has palpable effect how you start your day like i really really believe that so um we're quite early risers like i'm definitely a morning person um so we go up about six yeah. i mean that's not crazy early but like like to get up then um matt this is like one of the biggest debates in our house matt sets the alarm to be radio four 
which I find very stressful first thing in the morning <laughs> because like you wake up to the sound of like the country is collapsing like, <laughs> Brexit is a disaster you know and you're like oh peaceful happy thoughts <laughs> okay yeah so I'm like how about we listen to some calming music and he's like no I need to be informed so he went on that one okay I went on other things so yeah so we wake up to the delightful sounds of um all the things that are going wrong in the world what Trump tweeted last <laughs> night and all the rest yeah. of it um about six and then um I have to admit to um following the ultimate um instagram trend at the moment which is that i have celery juice first thing in the morning i've seen this now it's yeah. probably very obvious is celery juice just celery it's juice literally or is it like a celery recipe? in the juicer just that yeah and now i saw it on instagram and i was like mm, this is a bit weird but people were like this has changed my life i was like well like what have i got to lose in trying it mm. it tastes pretty rank like i'd Does give it? it a two out of ten okay but you get used to it like it's pretty inoffensive and like I've got quite interesting like tummy which always have tummy problems and it has been amazing so I just have it before breakfast I don't know how much are we talking like a big glass okay I don't know if it's just it hydrate it means you hydrate first thing or you just get some greens and I don't know whatever it does seems to work for me so I go upstairs and make myself my celery juice yeah feed Austin our dog and um, make Matt a coconut latte um bring i'm a good wife bring it back to him <laughs> in bed um austin austin eats his breakfast in literally five seconds like i've never seen any animal human eat faster than him like you blink and you miss it so then we all go back downstairs have our little drinks and then i go to yoga and my new thing this is relatively new but i do not use my phone okay so i've started charging my phone in the living room mm-hmm I do not have a charger in our bedroom. So that, I mean, and you always need battery, don't you? Yeah. So, like, um, so I leave my phone, like, from dinner upstairs. Wow. So from, like, eight o'clock. I get up. I do not check it. And then I have, like, yeah, my celery juice. And, like, you know, say good morning. And um, then I go to yoga, do yoga, come home. And then I turn on my phone. Wow. Okay. So that's even longer because you're going out and you're doing the yeah. thing. And and so I don't know why I take my phone to yoga. Like I said, there's someone the other day. It's yeah. almost like we're so attached to it. It's like we need yeah. it, even though it's off. And it's like, it's a five minute walk from my house. Like, do I think I'm going to get mud? <laughs> or like, worst why have I got yeah. my phone? But I still take it. Yeah symbolism of addiction well i think we are addicted and we've always apparently got our phones which you heard this the other day which is kind of crazy within 30 centimeters of our hands 24 hours a day and just looking at my phone to my pocket it is probably about 30 okay yeah so apparently it's always 30 centimeters away apart from maybe when we're asleep yeah but two things that you said one is your alarm it's not your phone so that's a good start because often people say well my phone's my alarm and then after i turn it off i kind of just i always said that and then i was like that's really pathetic it's like you can get an alarm clock (laughs) totally do you know what i mean it's a bit like yeah and i put it on instagram that i was gonna get rid of my phone at night and in the mornings and people were like i can't do that and i was like no you can buy an alarm like yeah, it's not it's just, you know like it's not you don't have to be expensive like it doesn't have to be complicated like go mm. to Argos get an alarm yep easy peasy yeah. and also, also people say to me they're like what about like an emergency because now yeah. we all have our phones with us because of safety but there's a couple of things because obviously we didn't used to have them but also if you said it's in another room like oh it's downstairs or it's upstairs or whatever like that's pretty easy to like quickly run and grab your phone if you also, needed to what's the thing that I come back to is that I always used to have that as well and then I was like but what would I do at two o'clock in the morning? Also, even when my phone was next to my bed, I was still asleep. 
yeah yeah <laughs> it's not like mean? the house yeah exactly it's like i was checking yeah. checking my phone every minute and it is different like for example like my mother-in-law was very ill last year and she passed away at the beginning of this year and matt liked to have his phone with him mm. at night time you know during kind of you know different points of her illness when he was worried about her that is so different mm. of course that's completely different mm. because you know he was concerned something could happen and he would obviously want to know immediately yeah likewise i'm sure as a parent you mm-hmm. know if you're away from your child for a night and someone else is looking after them all there with your family again you want to keep your phone closed just in case like that, that's that's completely different but i'm talking about like a normal day yeah where like everyone you know is okay yeah. everyone you know is in pretty good health you know why what what are you going to do and it was like i was like glued to it and it was like what what are you going to do at 2 a.m yeah. like yeah exactly. you know you even if to. there's like a you know big complaint comes in or someone's really cross with us or this has happened and that's happened like no one else is awake so yeah. it's not like you can really deal with and it and sometimes uh, it's really interesting you say that because sometimes as well if it's a time when you can't do anything with it for example um, my husband's a teacher yeah and he parents will get in touch via email at yeah. any time of any day yeah so he doesn't open his work emails he tries not to at home you know on his phone or whatever because in the past that has happened where yeah. he's had like i don't know maybe a sunday evening at nine o'clock i really hope there's no parents of, <laughs> of the school listening to this podcast but you know it'll be like nine o'clock and he'll get like an angry angry email yeah. that says i want to see this teacher about this incident and this happened da, da, da. and once you've read that if it's nine o'clock on a sunday yeah, you're really stressed there's by nothing it. yet so you're stressed out exactly nothing you can do about it because you're not at school anyway you can't immediately take an action that's going to help you know you just feel like oh i wish it once you've opened or seen something you can't undo it that's exactly it and that's why i'm like i'm putting my phone away at eight or whatever you know it's not on the dock but about eight o'clock because like what am i going to do yeah. someone's crossed and i'm like right i need you to talk like i need to pass it on to like our head of supply for example to like be like right let's look into what happened here well he's at home too yeah so he's gonna be off in the office at nine o'clock tomorrow morning so why don't i just wait until eight o'clock tomorrow morning to open everything and have a look through in which case i can send anything out that needs to be dealt with and it will then be dealt with within mm. a reasonable period when people are coming into the office and it's this need you know, and like I actually have decided at once a week, I'm going to completely come off social media, off my phone, off my computer, everything on a Saturday. And someone was like, I can't do that because I run my own business. And I was like, yes, so do I. I am our social Hello. media team. Yeah. But like, we all need it for our sanity. And like, again, what am I going to do on a Saturday afternoon to mm. fix something? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I guess it's so individual. So if you feel like you want to do that on a Saturday and you need to do that, that's fine. But I think as well, some people maybe... I don't know a good example but like I'm somebody who it doesn't necessarily stress me out or like people have said to me before that if they go on Instagram first thing in the morning um you know this person's doing this and this person's there and I am often quite like inspired by it or motivated by it and I think it depends on you as a person but I think you have to look at your behaviors your habits your reactions and go maybe for me yeah maybe for me you know I need that time or maybe for me I need to as you said not go on my phone first thing in the morning or I don't know I think as you said making your own rules because that's the thing because I would end up like waking up looking at my phone when i've got 10 minutes to see my husband yeah and what i'm actually doing is i wouldn't i'd open instagram and i wouldn't have a chance to like because i completely agree like i get really inspired by it but what i'd be drawn to is the instagram inbox Mm -hmm. and see that i've got 200 new messages to reply to someone wondering about this someone you know i'm I'm cooking this recipe right now can (laughs) i change this for this and i'm like dude it's 3 a.m here like i'm so sorry to get back to the people why haven't you got back to me and i'm like whoa okay wow and that would that stresses me out yeah so like why do i need to see that at 6 a.m i don't need to see it at 6 a.m i can see it at 8 a.m yeah exactly your own rules 
for me I'm somebody who's very easily distracted so airplane mode for me if I'm working like during the day if I know I need to write something I have to have concentration and for me like yeah airplane mode otherwise I'm so easily distracted I'm like oh someone's what's up me oh I'll just call them like yeah <laughs> oh forget the work that I'm supposed to be doing so yeah that's cool so celery juice okay I've yeah. never tried it yeah I might well it's okay. pretty gross I might try it um, if it's gross at least disclaimer at least we know it's yeah, better yeah. than you being like it's, it's yummy it's one of those things that it's not gross gross you know sometimes because it's like it's, pretty, it's relatively flavorless mm. and like it's you just drink it it's just a clear liquid but it's not yummy yeah okay so if yeah I and then yoga try, then you do yoga yeah so i go 6 30 or 7 30 or 7 till 8 depending what time the class is and that's like just around the corner from my house mm-hmm. and then come home and then i try and do a power hour at home eight till nine okay where i will make a matcha i'm trying to transition away from coffee i say this with a coffee cup literally like 30 <laughs> centimeters from my left arm phone from my right um but i find sometimes it makes me a bit jittery so i'm trying matcha instead for a bit of morning energy and make like i just have some bircher moussey or something which actually takes like two minutes so i just use our instant bircher with some almond milk almond butter and then i'll sit down on my computer and i'll have an hour before the office is open where i will catch up on anything that's coming overnight i will power through my to-do list anything that i like want organizing or sorting or question for any of our team or anyone else i'll fire everything off so then by nine i'm like feel really ready to go because generally my days are pretty back to back Mm -hmm. and so it means that i know everything that i need to kind of set in motion i've set in motion i've gone through the as much as i possibly can of that instagram inbox and again like can put that to one side for the rest of the day and then i feel like i can start the day and sit here and not be like oh i need to email that person yeah it's in the back of your mind exactly so i find that using those kind of two two and a half hours first thing in the morning is so powerful and then sometimes like you wake up and like we all have those days where i'm like it's too dark it's too rainy it's too cold oh no maybe i've strained my muscle when i definitely have not (laughs) um and like you know you're like i'm not gonna go and then you sit in bed scroll the hole that can be social media looking at someone's girlfriend's cousin's cats you know whatever <laughs> literally for an hour literally and and suddenly it's nine o'clock and i'm like oh yeah oh right we've all been there yeah we've all been there a hundred yeah. times but it's amazing the effect that has on your day mm-hmm. like how unproductive you feel and then also for me i then feel more i feel a bit stressed maybe mm. i'm just a little bit like type a and ocd but like i feel a bit stressed because i'm like whoa i've still got so much to do and then yeah. i'll spend my day half focusing what's in front of me but half trying to get off those emails i needed to get off and half saying oh can i make a yoga class another time and yeah like, you're kind of chasing the clock and yeah i think i agree because as you know power hour i'm yeah. big on this you know getting up early and trying to encourage people that guys do you hear this it's not just me no i'm not the only person who um you know is doing this and i think um as you said about not doing it so for example yeah we've all been there we've all had those days where you know i haven't got up at 5:45. or i haven't done my run i haven't you know i've literally just got up i don't know maybe taken due to school come back it's 10 past nine and then as you said i feel like you're trying things, to catch up all day yeah a couple of things a that i'm trying to catch up and that i'm yeah a bit more frantic and a bit more stressed but also i feel like i think when you start to do it consistently and you know how good you can feel and you start to feel like you i I read this thing the other day it was actually who was it brendan bouchard he was talking about how we build our identity through doing things and not doing things so for example if you start doing it 
you know after a few at first it's like a novelty thing of like oh i'm getting up early yeah. or whatever then you might get a bit bored with it or whatever but consistent if you do it for a long time he was saying that you start to kind of like build this identity so it's like i'm the kind of person who gets up early exactly i'm, the kind of I'm person an early who, bird yeah goes to yoga or i'm the kind of person who goes for a run and when you start to do that over time apparently it builds your confidence and that confidence then goes into other areas of your life so I like totally success within business obviously you're an incredibly successful businesswoman but you know having that vote for yourself it's like if i say i'm going to get up at this time and do my emails and then i do them you're giving yourself this little like yeah. reward that's like i am proving to myself i can do what i'm going to do i can say it mean it and you're not kind of whereas when we don't do it we almost yeah. sometimes beat ourselves up a bit because we're like oh i'm rubbish today i'm failing today it's like you know we need those to kind of have those days but also it's like the more you can do it totally you to yourself what you can do the other thing also that i'm like a massive believer in um for anyone that feels like their work takes over their life or like they love their work but like you know it doesn't need much else i also like always come back to again you have you know i know it's different like i don't have children yet so i appreciate that is different but you know if you don't have children for example like you always have you know bit of time before work if you have to be at your desk at 7 a.m maybe you don't as much but like if you're at work at 8 30 ish you have an hour, two hours, an hour and a half before work. You don't need to use that going to yoga or going on a run or <laughs> making celery juice. Like, you know, those are all optional, but you could get up and read a chapter of your book. Like you could get up and, you know, put on like a five minute face mask. You know, you could get up and call your friend. Like you could take a little walk. Like you could get a dog and walk your dog quickly. Like there's there's a lot that you could do mm-hmm. before work that would make you almost like reclaim your day. Mm-hmm. And like, is there an activity or hobby, something you're interested in that even like a book that you want to read? Like yep. you could read half an hour of your book, yeah. you know, between seven and 7.30 do a face mask while you do it then you could make breakfast get in the shower get out of the house at eight and be at your desk you know at 8 30 yeah I, can, I love that i completely and agree. actually so it's just remembering like it's and i'm like the biggest believer in this you know happiness doesn't grow on trees you have to every single day work to be happy mm. and to work to be happy you have to try yeah you know like you have to set your alarm and you have to get out of bed and yeah, you have to do something because probably just sitting isn't you know not going to make you happy Mm. like not many people get find joy on the tube as they commute you know if you are one of those people you are amazing and i salute you but i don't yeah you've got to actively pursue as you said the steps the things the things that bring you joy the things that do make you happy and like you said putting them right at the beginning of your day yeah what a great way to start the day and as i said you know i don't have children but like i definitely work a 12-hour day five days a week and i work from lunchtime on a sunday till sunday evening mm. like that's so yeah work a good six and a half days a week long like relatively long hours and i find ways to get all like I've, i read a whole book in the last 10 days and that has been from putting my phone away right for example like in the evening and not getting lost on the hole that is instagram and like you know, I'm already like 80 pages into a new book and, you know, I go to yoga every single day and I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that you should be like me. What I mean is like, I've worked really hard to create this mm. in my life. So I feel like I have balance. I'm mega So impressed. I feel like I have time for myself. And so I feel like I'm always like learning and growing in some capacity because as I said, I'm definitely not someone that's like, always happy go lucky i know i have to get up every day and do the things that make me happy Mm. and it is just being really conscious about that yeah i couldn't agree more especially with what you said about reclaiming your morning because i said that i think i said that somebody today that you know we are living on other people's times other people's schedules they're here at this time this starts at this time be here be there and i think 
if you start your day on everyone else's time, the rest of your day is on totally. everyone else's time. You've got to, as you said, reclaim your morning, your power hour. And you can do the same in the evening. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not a power hour in the evening. Maybe it's more like a zen hour. But, you know, you can do the same in the evening. Like, if you don't have plans, like, again, you can put your phone away. You yeah. know, instead of spending an hour on Facebook, like, yeah, read a book, take a bath. I'm mega impressed with this 10 days one book because can I tell you this I have I think maybe you know we all learn in different ways and I'm an audible learner and I love to talk hence the Power Hour podcast but I also love to listen to other podcasts and audible books but I still have this romanticized idea about the physical holding a book reading a book I love so I buy books which I want to read and I read a bit here and I read a bit there and often I either don't finish them or I kind of I don't know I'm like a child I like skip a bit and I'll go to try and find a, I don't know what it go is and about. try and find what happens you'll try and find a bit that's going to engage me more so I'll be like okay I've got the gist of this chapter I'll go to the next one especially when it's I don't read um fiction I read non-fiction I so, see I think you need fiction I just I can't I, like, I can't get honestly I, I'm I salute people that can just literally sit and read a book like demolish the book and they're like yeah I read it in two days I'm like what I don't know why but audio books seem to work well yeah. for me but I've still got these pile of books by my bed I'm like I must pass read them, them over <laughs> yeah exactly give up give them to somebody else oh my goodness okay that was awesome and I'm definitely going to try the celery juice so each guest that comes on the show I asked them if they can give our listeners um, a challenge for the week. So it can be anything um, which they could try, either try it once, try it every day, for one hour. If we have one hour to dedicate to ourselves, to improving ourselves and our lives, what should we be doing more of and what should we be doing less of in that hour? Okay, so get rid of your phone. Okay. Like that's phone free for an hour. And when you wake up, be phone free. Make your coffee, talk to your flatmate, your partner, whatever, your cat, (laughs) you know, like yourself, Mm. write a diary, whatever it is wake up not with your phone and if you're using your phone for your alarm still that's absolutely brilliant but keep it on airplane mode do not actually use your phone other than that kind of functional purpose and wake up for an hour without your phone that's like the biggest biggest breakthrough i've ever had it is so good yeah it means it's your day i really think it helps you reclaim it and then instead they get up a little bit earlier so you can use the hour for something you love if you love taking a long shower build that in so you can take a long shower if you're like me like i love playing around with like face masks like put a face mask on as you drink your coffee like make an effort to like make your coffee put it in your favorite mug sit down drink your coffee you know just doesn't matter what the hour is maybe it's yoga maybe it's a run maybe it's calling your mum. maybe it's knitting Mm, but it's going to be phone free but it's going to be an hour first thing in the morning that is yours for something that you enjoy so that you leave the house feeling some sense of like fulfillment like almost like fullness like Mm, you're like you filled yourself up with happiness and then you can take that in the rest of the day I love this. Ella, you're literally like the advocate of the power hour. I'm like, this is... I exactly- love the power hour. That's <laughs> you do. Why. It's amazing. So that's the challenge, guys, this week. So please let us know if you are going to try it or if you have tried it. How did you feel? How did it go? Get in touch with myself or Ella and you can use the hashtag power hour to let us know after the hour, obviously. Um, yes, exactly. Yeah. Don't be on your phone. <laughs> you can't be on your phone, so you can't Also, for me, as a phone addict, I have to leave my phone in another room. Okay, another yeah. top tip. Airplane mode, in another room. Whatever you need to do, guys, get a box with a safe and a yeah, lock. Yeah, exactly do what you've got to do um but also i feel like you get ready so much quicker so yeah, basically whenever do. i do that the airplane mode thing i'm ready you know jude's ready i've done this i've done that because i think as soon as you sit down for one second you can literally be sat in your towel on your bed as soon as you pick up that phone oh yeah 20 minutes i know <laughs> but we all do it we yeah. all do it yeah, yeah. it's okay. magic awesome okay and oh my gosh we have t- so much t- so many things um running out of time but i would love to ask you my closing question for all of my guests so as we've been talking about time today and reclaiming time and this is all about the power hour 
I believe time is the most valuable thing that we all have. Yeah. And so thank you for giving me your time today. So what is the most valuable thing that time has taught you? I think it's honestly that everything's okay. And, you know, whether that's a big thing or a small thing, like it is true, like time heals everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether that's, for example, like a message, an email or something that really stresses you out and then you get away from it and you're like, well, it's not that big a deal. Like, or even if something that feels like a be all and end all and like it's a kind of moment that's going to destroy your whole life, you realize actually like three months later, you're still standing, like you're still there. And even like the biggest heartbreaks, the most difficult things you go through, like you will get through it. And it's, that's been like, I think my biggest lesson in the last few years is that time is like the cheesiest thing, but like time does solve everything, I think. And so for people, for anyone listening who doesn't already, I'm sure they follow you online and they've got your books, but where can people find you online and in real life? Everything's called Delicious Yella. Delicious like, Yella. Just you can't. Yeah, all yeah. our products, our site, our Elizabeth, like our cafe, our website, all our social media, everything. Yeah. Amazing. YouTube, podcast, everything's Delicious Yella. Keep Great. it nice and easy, yeah. Cannot miss it, guys. And I have a little confession for you, Ella. I think I might have mentioned to you about the fact that so many people, I've made Ella's lentil bolognese for people so many times <laughs> that now it's almost become my thing where people Good. are like, oh, can you give me the recipe for your wonderful lentil bolognese, which they think is my recipe? And I'm like, oh, guys, yeah. take this it. This is not my recipe. This is actually. Ella's and people actually request it now when they come to my house love it so yeah slight confession that I'm getting a lot of credit for your work it's all yours it's all yours (laughs) thank you very much thanks so much for listening guys I really hope that you enjoyed this episode if you loved it please share it with a friend give us a rate and a review on iTunes and don't forget to subscribe thanks so much for listening I appreciate your time see ya bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 